if you wake up every morning and you tell yourself diabetes is going to be hard today, then guess what? Diabetes will be hard today. But what would happen if you woke up tomorrow morning and said, diabetes is going to be easy today. I got this. That's a different mindset. And we know that the habit of burnout starts with your mindset, what your expectations are. So change your expectations. Now, you may not believe it at first. If you say diabetes is going to be easy today, no problem. That may sound like you're falling on deaf ears. But give it a try and see what happens. Be open to the possibility that you may not feel burnt out today. And if you open that possibility, then it's going to be a whole lot easier to break that habit of burnout. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. Do you feel burnt out by diabetes? Does type 1 diabetes feel overwhelming and like it's too much work to handle? If so, you're not alone. And diabetes burnout is normal. Diabetes burnout is a normal reaction to the everyday stress of diabetes. As we all know, type 1 diabetes requires lots of thinking, lots of decision-making, and a lot of stress. And the challenge there is, it never ends. There's never a time when you can take a break or take a vacation or get any time off. And of course, that leads to burnout. We've all had burnout at some point in our lives. And if you're feeling burnt out right now, you're not alone. We got your back because we know what it feels like to be burnt out and overwhelmed with type 1 diabetes. But the question is, why are you feeling burnt out right now? And there's a couple possible answers to that question. The first is that you're in a phase of burnout. The diabetes right now is a lot to deal with. That along with your family and your friends and your work or school, and it can feel overwhelming. But for some of us at certain times, there may be another reason why you're feeling burnt out. And that is because you are in the habit of feeling burnt out. Diabetes burnout becomes a habit for you. You don't know how to live life with diabetes not feeling burnt out. And if that's the case, there's some really good news here. You can change your habit. And on this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about how the habit of being burnt out can develop and some things that you can do to change your habit of feeling burnt out to get in a new habit of feeling free and flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes. Now, before you get upset and stop listening to this podcast, let me be very clear. Burnout is real. And whether you're feeling real burnout or whether you're feeling the habit of burnout, it is challenging. And either way, it's not your fault. Diabetes is stressful. It's never ending. And I completely expect you to feel burnt out at some point in your life with diabetes. But if you develop the habit of burnout, that's not your fault either. It's just the way our brains work. We get in the habit of feeling certain ways, and sometimes it's hard to break from them. So really what I want to do on this podcast is expose this habit and show you how it may have developed and 
how it's affecting you and give you some strategies that you can use to reform that habit to get to a better place. But please rest assured that if you are in the habit of burnout, you've done nothing wrong. It's just the way that our brains operate. We try to create shortcuts for dealing with stresses in our lives, and diabetes is one of those stresses. But the good news is there's hope. You can change your habit of burnout, and I want to talk about how on this episode. So how does this habit of burnout start? Well, it starts with feeling burnt out. As we know, diabetes burnout is common. And so you start the habit by experiencing burnout, by feeling that overwhelm, that disinterest in managing diabetes, that feeling that you want to push diabetes away, ignore it, either for a little bit of time or maybe even forever. And that's a common factor that happens to all of us at some point in our lives. But then if that burnout lasts for long enough, you get used to that feeling. It becomes just a normal part of your life with diabetes. You wake up in the morning and you feel burnt out. You're eating lunch, you're eating dinner, you're going through your day, and you're feeling overwhelmed. And you have this level of anxiety and stress in your life that feels constant. And at some point, that level of anxiety and stress starts to feel normal. It starts to feel like that's just who you are. And that's where that habit of burnout really starts. It starts when you start to feel like you don't know how to feel differently. You don't know what life without diabetes burnout is like. The reality is with diabetes burnout, it comes and goes. For some people, it comes and goes in quick waves. You feel burnt out on Monday and Tuesday, and then maybe Wednesday and Thursday are better, and then the burnout rolls back around on the weekend. For other people, it happens seasonally. Some folks start to feel burnt out around Christmas time or when springtime hits. It really depends on the person and depends on other factors going on in your life. But for many of us, burnout comes in cycles, and there are cycles that you can start to expect. But what happens is that burnout comes and it never goes away, or at least your perception is it doesn't go away. And that's when it starts to feel normal. And that's also really where the challenge of the habit of burnout really begins, when burnout feels like your normal day-to-day, like you're always burnt out. And when that happens, you start to expect it. You wake up in the morning, and the first thing you think about is your diabetes burnout. You go through your day, and burnout is always on your mind. And when you go to bed, you're feeling burnt out again. But the question is, are you really feeling burnt out? Or are you expecting to feel burnt out, and you're having a self-fulfilling prophecy with the burnout? When you expect to feel burnt out, or any other way for that matter, it's more likely you're going to feel that way because you primed yourself to feel that way. You expect to feel that way, and therefore, you're going to feel burnt out. You're going to feel anxious, frustrated with diabetes. And that's where the habit forms, when you start expecting nothing less than feeling burnt out. And when you think that way, it's actually really hard not to feel burnt out. When I've suggested to people that they're in the habit of burnout, sometimes they may take what I'm saying and they think that I'm telling them that they're faking it. And that's actually not true at all. When you're in the habit of burnt out, you actually feel burnt out. There's no faking it whatsoever. You believe you're burnt out, you are burnt out, the feelings of burnout are there, and they're very real. One thing that happens in the habit of burnout 
is environmental cues and environmental factors come into play and trigger those feelings because your body and your mind are sometimes primed to feel burnt out in certain situations with diabetes. So for example, maybe you go out with some friends to a restaurant for dinner and you're looking at the menu and you start to feel overwhelmed by it because you don't know what to order. Everything on the menu looks like it's full of carbs. You have no idea how you're going to bolus appropriately for any of these carbs. And it feels overwhelming. That menu is an environmental trigger. Certainly, I'm sure there is something on that menu that you could find to be able to eat. Or you can figure out how to bolus for whatever's on the menu and whatever you choose to eat. No problem. But when you pick up the menu and you see all of the pages full of food, that becomes overwhelming. And that's an environmental cue which can trigger those feelings of burnout. Then the next time you go to a restaurant and you pick up a menu, you're primed to feel burnt out. You're primed to feel overwhelmed because that's how you felt last time. And you get used to that process. Now, this is helpful sometimes because it helps you to anticipate the stresses and to deal with the stresses when they come along and be able to effectively navigate them. But sometimes those environmental triggers also are a downfall. We expect to feel stressed out. We expect to feel burnt out. We expect to feel overwhelmed. And therefore we do, even when in reality, the situation doesn't call for that. The situation doesn't merit feeling burnt out. There's no stress there, but you feel stressed anyway because you expect to feel that way. Let me introduce you to Justin. Justin's recently come to the revelation that a lot of his burnout is habit, that he expects to feel a certain way. He told me a story recently that really struck me and hit home for him about how his habit of burnout has really gotten to be very strong. Justin was telling me that over the past couple of months, his family has been pestering him about the types of foods that he's eating and asking him those questions that we all hate. Questions like, should you really be eating that? Or is that something that you can eat? When Justin knows, and his family now knows, that he can eat whatever he wants. And so luckily, Justin was able to have a conversation with his family and let them know that their comments were not helpful. And they actually stopped making them, which was awesome. But Justin is still in the habit of feeling on guard when around his family. So they recently went out to dinner, and Justin decided to order a burrito, which, as we all know, can be a little bit challenging to bolus for. And when he ordered that burrito, he was expecting to get uh, dirty looks and some comments from his family. He was very tense and very on guard when he ordered, and then also while, while he was eating. No one said a word about what he ordered while he was eating or afterwards. But Justin was ready to be very defensive. He was in the habit of feeling that way. And he was wondering, how do I get out of that habit? And I talked to him a little bit about his habit of being on guard and how that relates to a habit of being burnt out. Because Justin also expects that diabetes is always going to be hard, that there are always going to be challenges there, and that those challenges are going to happen on a daily basis or even an hourly basis with no breaks. And as we all know, diabetes does bring up some challenges a lot of the time, but those challenges are also not nonstop. We do have some breaks from the challenges, no breaks from diabetes, but there are times when diabetes is smooth sailing 
and there are no challenges from your blood sugars, from other people in your life, or from your emotions. And so to say that you're always feeling burnt out just isn't true. But we get in the mindset of feeling that way and expecting it to be that way. And when Justin saw how he was expecting his family to respond in a certain way to what he was eating, even after he had that conversation with them, really helped him to understand the habit of burnout that he's been in, that he expects things to be difficult, therefore they are. And so I work with Justin using this process to help him break the habit of burnout. And I want to share that process with you today. The process of breaking the habit of burnout has five steps. The first step is to ask yourself how you're feeling and then ask yourself why you're feeling that way. Really do some analysis. So if you ask yourself how you're feeling, you may say, I feel burnt out. But try to be more specific. Try to say, I'm feeling overwhelmed with diabetes because my blood sugars have been erratic or because I'm just sick and tired of dealing with it and it feels like too much. Or folks are really bothering me about my blood sugars and telling me how much my blood sugars are affecting them. But you want to try to be as specific as possible when talking about how you feel. And if you're having trouble answering the question, how are you feeling and why are you feeling this way? That may be a sign that you're in the habit of burnout. I have a two-year-old daughter, so and her favorite question right now is why. And, and so I'll answer her question, and then she'll answer that with a why. And she'll keep asking why. It's the thing that she's doing right now. But then sometimes I will ask her why. I was like, why haven't you finished your dinner? And she says, because I haven't. In her mind, she's being very clever. But the reality is, what she's doing is what's called circular logic. She's saying, I haven't done it because I haven't done it. While for a two-year-old, that's a great answer. For somebody more mature, that's a more challenging answer because it doesn't really give you an answer. It's saying, I feel this way because I feel this way. And there's always a reason why you feel a certain way. You may not be able to define it, but you should have some idea as to what is causing your stress right now. Is there an external factor? Is it coming from the outside? Or is it internal? Is it the way you're thinking, the way you're feeling? Maybe your blood sugar is high and so you're not feeling great. Those are all good reasons as to why you're feeling a certain way. But to say, I feel a certain way because I feel a certain way, that is a challenging answer because it doesn't really give you any information. And that may be a good sign that you are in the habit of burnout. You feel burnt out because you feel burnt out. You feel burnt out because that's just how it is. And that's not a helpful answer. And that answer doesn't really give you any clues about how to move forward and how to navigate around that burnout. But what it does do is it may indicate that you are in the habit of burnout and that you're just used to feeling burnt out. And so this is just how it is. If you come up with a good reason as to why you're feeling burnt out, then that's good information. That probably means your burnout right now is real. And that gives you information that you can use to help you to navigate around that burnout. If there's a way to reduce the feelings of burnout, then by all means do it. If you can't reduce the feelings of burnout because it's just part of life with diabetes, then finding ways to navigate around it might be helpful. But if your answer comes up blank and you really have no idea why you're feeling burnt out other than that you are, then that may be a good sign that you're in the habit of burnout. And that will lead us to step number two, which will help you to break the habit of feeling burnt out. Step number two 
is notice the small changes. When you're in the habit of burnout, generally speaking, the burnout just stays the same. It doesn't get better, it doesn't get worse, it just is, and it's constant. But what we know with burnout is that it changes constantly. It changes by the season, but it also changes by the day and even by the hour. There may be some times during the day when you're feeling energetic and sometimes when you're feeling burnt out. Those times may be by the clock. You know, you may be feeling burnt out in the morning, but not in the afternoon. They may be situational where you're feeling more burnt out with diabetes at work rather than at home or at a restaurant rather than when you're eating at your desk. All of those things really matter. But if you have this constant feeling of burnout that's not going away and not changing, that's a sign that you are in the habit of burnout. But you also want to notice the small changes because if you can notice those small changes, you're able to see that your burnout does change. Even the habit of burnout changes. And noticing those small changes can loosen the grip that the burnout has on you. So do this. So if you're feeling burnt out right now, think about how your burnout has changed throughout today. On a scale of one to 10, how burnt out were you when you woke up this morning? And how did that impact your behavior? What did that help you do? And what did that stop you from doing? And ask yourself that same question throughout your day. Mid-morning, how is your burnout? What level? And how did the burnout impact your behavior? In the middle of the day, same thing. Towards the end of the day, same thing. Before bed, the same thing. And ask yourself, you know, how is my burnout changing throughout the day? And when you're able to notice those small changes to how you're feeling, you're able to see that burnout isn't constant and the habit doesn't have to be there. Because if the habit is there, then burnout's going to be constant all the time and never going to change because that's what habit is. It's something that happens all the time. But once you're able to see that your feelings change, the way you think about diabetes changes on a regular basis, even if those changes are very small, you can start to break that habit of burnout. You can say, wow, I'm not feeling as burnt out right now. Therefore, that opens my world to seeing that burnout is not constant, but it comes in waves. And that's really helpful. You don't want to feel burnt out all the time because you probably don't feel burnt out all the time. And so take advantage of those times when you don't feel burnt out, see those bright spots, and move forward with them so that you start to break that habit of burnout and start to break that expectation that you're always going to feel burnt out and that burnout is always going to be the same. Step number three. Start to behave differently. Habits are all around mindset, but more importantly, they're around how you behave. Think about the habits that you have, whether it's waking up early or exercising at lunch or eating dinner every night at 6 p.m. All of those are habits and all of those are behaviors. And the only way to change those habits are to change the way you behave. If you wanna get up earlier in the morning, you get out of bed earlier. Stepping out of bed is a behavior. If you want to eat dinner at a different time every night, you change the time and you eat, sit down for dinner at seven instead of six. That's a change in your behavior. The same thing is true for burnout and the behaviors of burnout. Burnout is both a feeling as well as a set of behaviors that you're, you engage with. The feelings lead to the behaviors, but the behaviors impact the feelings. So to get out of the habit of burnout, you have to get both out of the habit of the mindset, but also out of the habit of the behaviors that come along with that. And when you start to get out of the habit of the behaviors, your mindset starts to change automatically. 
So if you notice you're in a habit of burnout right now, think about what are the behaviors that go along with feeling burnt out? Do you not check your blood sugar? Do you not wear a CGM? Do you avoid taking insulin? Do you snap at your girlfriend when she starts asking questions about diabetes? Burnout looks different for all of us, but you probably see some patterns for yourself. Change those patterns and be active about changing your behavior around those patterns. Did you avoid checking your blood sugar? Start checking it. Did you avoid wearing a CGM? Put one back on. Do you avoid taking insulin at the table of a restaurant? Take the insulin and really change your behavior in that way. Because the only way to change your habit is to change your behavior. And so once you identify that you are in the habit of burnout, change it. Just do something differently. Now, I want to recognize that changing your behavior around diabetes and around burnout is not easy. But once you're able to push through it and start doing it, it'll get a whole lot easier. A lot of the times, the big roadblocks are in your mindset and thinking that the behaviors are going to be a whole lot harder than they actually are. But in order to get out of that habit of burnout, you have to behave differently and show yourself that it's possible for things to be different. And if it's possible for things to be different, then the habit can change and the habit will change. And then finally is changing your habit on your mindset. If you wake up every morning and you tell yourself diabetes is going to be hard today, then guess what? Diabetes will be hard today. But what would happen if you woke up tomorrow morning and said, diabetes is going to be easy today. I got this. Or even if you said, diabetes may be challenging, but it's not going to really bother me one bit. That's a different mindset. And we know that the habit of burnout starts with your mindset, what your expectations are. So change your expectations. Now, you may not believe it at first. If you say, diabetes is going to be easy today, no problem. That may sound like you're falling on deaf ears. But give it a try and see what happens. Be open to the possibility that you may not feel burnt out today. And if you open that possibility, then it's going to be a whole lot easier to break that habit of burnout. What happens if you're trying to break that habit of burnout, but it's not so easy? There are a couple possibilities. The first is you may actually be burnt out. And if that's the case, that's not a habit that you can break. What you can do, though, is hopefully prevent yourself from getting into the habit and making sure that you work hard to not get in the habit of burnout. If you're feeling burnout right now, that sucks. But just know that this too will pass. But if you expect it to continue on, you're setting yourself up to develop the habit of burnout, and that's not what you want. The other question I want you to ask yourself, and this one may sound a little bit weird, is what gain are you getting from feeling burnt out or being in the habit of burnout? Now, I know that you probably say to yourself, I get nothing out of feeling burnt out, nothing at all. And hopefully you're right. But for some people, they have a hard time not feeling burnt out because they're getting what I call secondary gain from feeling burnt out. For example, they're getting sympathy from their friends and family. They're being coddled and they're being told how hard diabetes is and how brave they are. And getting that sort of feedback and that sort of attention is helpful for them in some ways, even though feeling burnt out is not. For other people, being in the habit of burnout is the way to keep others away and to keep diabetes away because it's stressful and they don't want to deal with the stress. They're having a hard time dealing with the stress because it's not comfortable. And so that feeling of burnout 
is a great excuse to not deal with those uncomfortable emotions. And so if you're having trouble breaking the habit of burnout, dig deep and ask yourself, what are you gaining from feeling burnt out? Or what would you lose if you were able to get out of the habit of feeling burnt out? Would you lose attention? Would you lose your privacy? Would you lose the boundary that you set up for yourself? And those could be good clues as to what may be stopping you from breaking that habit. So just to recap, oftentimes we feel burnt out with diabetes, but sometimes we get in the habit of feeling burnt out. And that habit can be really hard to break. In this episode, I gave you four steps to breaking the habit of burnout. Step number one, ask yourself how you feel and why you feel that way. If you come up with a good answer as to how you feel and why you feel that way, then it's likely that your burnout is real. But if you're having trouble answering either of those questions, then it's possible you're in the habit of burnout. Step number two, notice the small changes. By noticing that your feelings of burnout are changing on a regular basis, you can break the habit because you can see that burnout is not constant. And when something's not constant and not part of who you are, it's possible to change it. Step number three, start behaving differently. Changing habits starts with changing behavior. And step number four, tell yourself a different story. Tell yourself that diabetes doesn't have to be hard, that you're going to have a good day, that burnout is not going to hover over you all day long, every day. And by telling yourself a new story, even if you don't quite believe it, You set yourself up for an expectation of good things happening, as opposed to an expectation that diabetes is going to be a slog all the time, and you're always going to feel burnt out. If you change your mindset, amazing things can happen. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor, share it with a friend with diabetes. My listeners are my greatest advocates. And if you can share this podcast with someone else with diabetes who could benefit from it, it would go a long way to helping me spread the word about the podcast. I always love hearing from my listeners. So please send me a DM on Instagram at the diabetes psychologist or send me an email to mark at the diabetes psychologist.com. Tell me what you thought about this episode. Do you agree that there's a habit of burnout or is burnout just there all the time? I'd love to hear your comments or feedback and any other questions that I can answer for you about this topic. And of course, Be sure to tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com. And be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman, and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Podcast.